guys, guess what? Shut up and listen is back. Um, I'm really excited and really grateful that I get to bring this podcast back and I get to do it in partnership with Cast Media and my awesome producer, Lauren, who I am giving a shout out to at the premiere episode of this new and improved podcast. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be back and I hope that you guys enjoy the interviews that, um, I've aligned for you. I mean, I don't even know if that's true. I just love getting to talk with people that I find interesting and getting to delve deep. I mean, that's the whole entire point of me doing this show. And with that too, I'm really, really, really excited to announce that we've got some new wonderful things coming to the show, including getting to hear from you guys personally. Um, if you desire, we're still getting that set up. I think it's going to be a number or an app that you guys can record into to leave comments, questions, and at the top of each episode, I'm going to play one, answer a question, um, share a comment, and and all that good stuff. You know, in the times that we're living in, I, I know myself, I can get real, real, real afraid. And uh, what what helps me to overcome that sometimes is a lot of laughter which is why I'm really glad that the premiere episode of uh, Shut Up and Listen back after its massive hiatus is going to be my very, very intimate talk with the one and only Joel McHale, who I had the privilege of working with on a movie that we did called Stuck, which is out now, shameless plug, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it was a a really great conversation and I hope that you guys enjoy it. I know it's a little long, um, but if you're a really big fan of Joel McHale, awesome. And if you're a really big fan of me, awesome. Or if you just find the conversation really interesting and you're like, oh my God, I was able to engage for two hours. Awesome. But, um, pretty much, you know, after the first few episodes, the, the, the timing is going to be between 60 and 75 minutes. Um, and sometimes longer if it's a really, um, awesome, exceptional guest, or I'll just bring them back for another conversation. So without further ado, listeners who have listened before and new listeners, I hope you enjoy the show. I was just saying. I don't care about your opinion. I just well, I'll tell you what I think. What's that you're saying? Would you just listen? I don't think so. Remember, ladies, one must not get one's knickers in a twist. I just... Please listen. Shh. I'm trying to help you. Listen. I don't think so. Excuse me. Well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Listen. Shut up and listen. Should we um, put the microphones near us? Yeah, that might be good. 
This is how I like to do a podcast. Okay, that works. That works well. White jeans. And I'm glad for this because it keeps the hair out of my face. Is the, are the cameras running? That's the question. No, they're not. It's they're been such a, a fame whore. Very long time. So this is, uh, I'll talk about it when I'm on camera. Let's just sit here and stare at each other until they go. say go. I'm a little tired, but now I'm all woken up from that <laughs> Charles Shaw disaster. <laughs> Do you wear a watch? I don't. Very smart. I don't wear a watch because really, what is time? Okay. I'm really beginning to hate you. <laughs> What is time? I don't know. Did you show up on time to, let's see, this is, I like how they've soundproofed the room, 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 room. <laughs> is this running? This is my, this is that you're my first guest. Ever? No, you're my first guest for. The evening? For the, for the relaunch of this podcast. What, what how long has it been off the air? Dan. <sighs> What's time? Jeez. Oh, um, Is there a small hatchet or axe I can break up this desk with? Oh, do you want me to? Here we go. It's white balance. And then this is the Heather uh, Matarazano. Exactly. Relaunch podcast. Take one. Thank you. What's Kaylon? How do you say the name? Kaylon. Kaylon. All right. Those look like real comfy shoes. I've had them for years, uh, but I'm not trying to say that as like, I only have a couple pairs of shoes. I have a lot, <laughs> way too many, and it's a problem. <laughs> but these ones are really good. See, uh, uh, well, I can move my feet out of the no, way. No, just, I want you to just be who you are. Oh. <sighs> Making his head hurt, his soul hurt. Do you eat steaks? I do. All right. I'm a listen. What part of Italy is your family from? Well, I'm a, by birth Irish, 100. percent I was Dear adopted oh. into an Italian family when I was five. That's what we're going to talk about. You, you know, it's funny because with you have dark hair, so people dark go Irish. Like, oh, she must be from Northern Ireland. Her her influence and probably some Northern European got in there, but no. Yeah. So you were 100 percent Irish. Yeah. Are you from Ireland? No, not. My birth dad was from Ireland and my birth mom's <clears throat> parents. Have you ever met those folks? I I met my birth dad and I met my birth mom. And ironically enough, today is the anniversary of her death. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How long ago did she die? She died in 2007. Of what? Her heart exploded. Okay. From not due to like a like from a heart attack and not a diving accident. No heart attack, and they didn't find her body for like five days. It was a thing. When you became famous, did they? No, they didn't know it was no. you. No, I mean it's it. It's a whole big hub of a loo. It's a I mean, whole it's big. So thing. much more interesting than my life. So. Well, but but here's the thing: I I will be the judge of that, as will my listeners. <laughs> I guarantee. You Listen, win. You win. Is, it's fine. This so is, let's see your wedding ring. It's beautiful. You've been married for two years? No. I got married in November. Brand Holy new. crap. You guys going to have a kid? No. You, no way. Uh, I, Definitely I, not 
where you're going to save a lot of money. But the thing with kids that is the secret, they do they don't take up any extra time. They do not change your life at all. Well, a lot of people think, oh, you're completely affected and yeah. you have to be, have responsibilities. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, I I would just put them in the closet like my birth mom put me. Oh, I just threw mine throw mine into a soccer field and go like, just learn this. Yeah, there you go. Be great at it. Yeah, you'll see. And if you don't, you get kicked out. Here's some juice boxes. Just get going. <laughs> do they do 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 they still do oranges at those soccer games? Well, uh, my boys aren't into soccer. One of them's way into football. And yes, there are oranges, but it's California, so it's blood oranges. <laughs> and I think we've already been going. All right. It's so. Let me just say this, because I am not... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Welcome to Heather Maserato's relaunch of a podcast. All right, we good? All right, let's just go. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Heather, before we get started, yeah, it's great to see you. I received that. It's been a long time. It has. It's 2016. Jeez. I didn't know anything... I mean, I knew who you were, but I didn't realize you were going to be so nice. And then that was pleasantly surprising. And then, of course, Jillian Arminante was like, "Has a you have no dude? She's the greatest." And then it was true, all true. This I didn't want to start this off like this to be ass kissing, but once in a while, I, I, I will. I, I, I receive that, and I say thank you. And the truth is, is that I did not know about you. You're like dickhead coming uh, in on set. Exactly. Alert. Exactly, and I still feel that same way. Thank you. You're welcome. Half true. <laughs> mm. And you know, like, yeah, we're we're already in this fucking mess. To everyone who's listening, hi, we're back. The show's back. Shut up and listen with me, Heather Matarazzo. Um, and I'm with Joel McHale. Mm. Joel. Joel McHale. Yeah, who I that's have, my middle name is Joel, Joel and first name. Joel, Joel. Joel. What is your middle name? Edward. Joel Edward McHale. Named for my uncle. Uncle on your mom's side or dad's side? Dad's side. Uh, ironically, we, not ironically, but my wife's grandfather's name is Edward. And then we named uh, our firstborn Eddie. Well, Edward, but he, if you say, like when we're in the TSA line, if you say, if the person goes, Edward, he won't respond. He's like, my name is Eddie. But what about if if he ever gets in trouble? No, know? we don't do that at you all. You don't do that at no. all. We we go, we just resort to hey you. And that's why I won't have children. Just for that that simple thing alone. That's it. Just that's, that's <clears throat> I mean, but what if you are just happen to be, I don't know, bathing in a river mm-hmm. and a baby comes floating down? On a small, uh, some reeds that have been woven. Like the unsinkable Molly Brown? Yeah, exactly. Or Moses? Uh, I don't know what you're referring, but one of those. <laughs> I think it's the Molly Brown one. So will you grab that baby and raise the baby? Yes, but I will never claim it as my own. Right, but in when, in like that baby's 13, mm-hmm. and the baby, I don't know, mm-hmm. sets a couch on fire, mm-hmm. are you going to go, Moses Molly Brown? <laughs> I'll say, I, I don't know. I, I don't know her. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know her. Okay. You'll yeah. say that to your child. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know who you and are. And then what if your child goes, categorically, <laughs> not true, mom. 
You know me. You knew me seconds ago when you fed me. Well, here's here's something, it, 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 genuinely, you know, because obviously I take this podcast very seriously. So yes. I did some research. Oh, you looked on my Wikipedia page? I I not only did that. I played football, I, grew up in Seattle. And yeah. And, we, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you if you don't mind sharing because we are on the subject of kids and this is one of the reasons we're that getting real guys we are we're getting very right real. now but i think of somebody like rob delaney you know yes. that that lost his son yeah and he's been very open about his grief and about his yeah. experience and i'd read that one of your sons had been born with a hole in his heart two holes two holes yes and so how do you, how did you meet that as a father? Like that there, I don't know that I could be any more neurotic than I already am in the sense right. of my dogs. I'm like, leave it, leave it. Don't sniff that. You turn into a, into Popeye? Pretty much. Arr, leave yeah. it. Leave it. Leave okay. it, I say. <laughs> leave it, fee. What do you mean by, what are you saying, leave it? Well, okay, I don't want to get fucking lost and I go down get lost this rabbit hole. I, the example you used was, leave it. Well, leave it. So my dog, Nanea, na nea I did not ask for the pronunciation uh, of Nea. <laughs> but go ahead, continue, please. <laughs> Nea, the dog, right? Oh, my fucking God, my face hurts. <laughs> um... So if she's sniffing and she, oh, okay. and and you she want her comes, to stop sniffing. Or if she comes across something like a dead animal. Yeah. It happens all the time. Leave it. Leave it. You clearly live in Valley Village. No, I live I, I mean, here's the truth. I'm joking. I'm just I, making I a horrible joke about I, Valley Village. I, you live in the hills, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. West Covina? Now oh. I'm just gonna keep moving. Oh out. honey. Oh no, I live. East. I live in uh, I live in WeHo. Oh, okay. So you live in a beautiful place. How many dead animals are just lying on the sidewalks of WeHo? Oh, you'd be surprised. WeHo has so much money. I just figured there's a dead animal cleanup crew oh, each dude. night. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it's having to walk in between dog feces and human feces, um, depending on the day. Oh, you got to move to Studio City. I mean, I I just need to be able to afford to buy a house. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Oh, well, good luck in Southern California. But let's get back to my son. No, but I, yeah. So you're saying that how do you handle something like that? And you How feel did you handle that? Because I don't know. I, I feel like I would be so afraid every single second of every single day that my child would run through a plate glass window or... You know, well... You could have the same fear mm -hmm. without the open heart surgery that there would be clay glass windows being shattered by children. Um, the, the analogy of uh, when you have a child, mm -hmm. it's like uh, God takes your heart and puts it into the new person and goes, that's your heart wandering around now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't feel like um, no. Nakante the dog? Is full of your heart? No, I I don't think that Nebenezer is 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 like that at all. You're a big Matrix fan. Um, <laughs> I see. Me too. I love that ship. 
Morpheus. Uh, no, so here's now it's it's um, when something like from what I learned uh, from this experience is that it didn't much like uh, a natural disaster or uh, a war comes to your doorstep. You don't think about uh, neuroses and hangups and stuff like that, uh, at least in uh, my department and definitely in my wife's department uh, or, or lives. They, you, they kind of become muted mm. because you go, what is the task at hand? The task at hand is save baby life. And so you stop thinking about those things and then you go, oh my gosh, all the things we used to think about, not that important. And so then you go, so it's strangely a temporary cure because unless you are a total maniac and you're like, oh, I can't handle this. I'm out of here. Ping. And, uh, <laughs> but you, but so obviously when you get that news, it is shocking yeah. and terrible yeah. and you go, what are we going to do? And yeah. then thankfully, uh, we live in an amazing city that has a wonderful hospital and we have resources and insurance yeah. And those, and we live in uh, 21st century America where if, if you have insurance, you will have access to good health care. And I say that very qual uh, or uh, uh, with an asterisk because there's so many people that don't have access. Yeah. And, and, Absolutely. and, and so, uh, so we ended up having this Dr. Starnes, who's an amazing surgeon. And, uh, yeah, he performed once uh, Isaac's, I mean, excuse me, Eddie, yeah, Isaac's is the, is the younger one. Once his chest was cracked open, the whole surgery took less than 15 minutes. And then they, and we knew that the surgery was completed because we were sitting in the lunchroom waiting for the news. And my, well, I forget, I think my mom was like, I wonder how it went. And I was like, I think it must have gone well because the surgeon is over there having a sandwich. And he was already done. And so we were very, very fortunate, and uh, that it had. To, that's what this surgeon is also known for: is being very fast. Uh, and he, and so we are very lucky in that um, my son's heart defect was two holes, which are kind of the simplest of heart uh, things to fix. Yeah. Believe me, this surgery took twelve hours in nineteen fifty-two or whatever. There's a really good. Uh, a movie called Something the Lord Made with Mos Def and Alan Rickman, which is about the pioneers of heart surgery mm. who were the first people to stop hearts to fix them. So uh, that said, it, we, it, was a, it was a success. We were so lucky. Uh, and that it was, it was these two whole... Now, if you get into veins and valves, it gets real touch and go. Yeah. And you have multiple surgeries and your life is affected. And the baby that Dr. Starnes worked on right after ours uh, had a valve that was disintegrated and they tried to put a new valve in. It didn't work. And that baby passed away very, very, very sadly and was older than Isaac. Eddie, uh, Eddie was two months and this baby was four months. So, uh, so it is, it was, I, you have that sort of thing where you go, I cannot believe what's happened, what we're going through. And we are coming out of this tunnel and this family's just going into it further. And it's terribly, uh, rough and sad. And so we, you know, we, we couldn't, you know, we, you walk out going like, oh my gosh, we, we were on the recovery floor and 
you see all the other kids there and parents would walk in and go, oh, we wish we had two holes in the heart because our kid had a heart transplant. And we go, oh my gosh. And so uh, other people have it uh, worse in this, in, and, and you have to count your lucky stars for where you are. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that complain about, you, you realize that people complain about the dumbest things. But so that being said, yeah. uh, yes, it was a rough time. We came through it uh, with good news with that surgery. But uh, like we, our friends, uh, the towns, they lost their son at three years old to cancer. And, you know, those things, uh, you can't, I, we weren't even part of that family, but we're still think about it. Uh, uh, quite often. And so, uh, boy, I've really gone down a rabbit hole, but so that said, you definitely should have kids. <laughs> See, I wrap that whole thing up. Well, you have convinced me. See? And I, I, I say thank you. Yeah. You know, you'd be, you, uh, it, the fact that you are aware of your neuroses, yeah. uh, it means you'd probably be a great parent. As opposed to the people, it's way worse if they're unaware. Uh, it's I guess it's worse if you're aware but don't do anything about it. Yeah. But uh, it's like someone going like, look, I know I'm racist. I just don't like, and you're like, yeah, it's way worse that you know you're, it's way worse. Uh, so uh, anyway, so um, Eddie is now 14 and oh he God. outweighs my wife by a good 30 pounds now. Wow. Yeah, my wife's petite and. Eddie's going to be my size. Wow. There you go. See, we started off intense. <clears throat> Wait, uh, well, this is that kind of show. Great. What do you <laughs> want to talk about now? <laughs> well, I do want to ask. The playoffs, the NBA playoffs? No. Did, no, no, the no, real no, question no. is, did Portland finally get past OKC? That's what I want to know. I am not really into basketball. Hmm. What's your sport? Classically, it was baseball. I used to go with my dad to see the Yankees play Hmm. when Don Mattingly was playing on first. So you grew up in Baltimore? (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're going. Can you you tell me if OKC or Portland won? He's like, oh. He's got a computer screen in front of him. Okay, so you love the Yankees, and you grew up in the Bronx. I grew up out on Long Island, and my dad used to, he worked for Intimates, so he had a... The pastry company? Yeah. And you grew up in Long Island, so Mon- Montauk? No, Oyster That's Bay. just what I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just assume if you say Long Island, it's either Brooklyn or Montauk. Yeah, no, 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 no. Neither of those places, though they're both lovely. Respectively. Very similar. Very, very, very yeah. similar. They both have lighthouses. Mm-hmm. They're both the end of something. Of an island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they both have Jamba <laughs> juices all over the place. Okay. Okay. So when did you meet your spouse? During Stuck. The movie that you and I were in together. You're kidding. That's coming out on May 20th. It to, is? Yes. All right. I haven't seen it. Well, you're excellent. <laughs> My huge thing. You're huge. You op- One. You open the movie and you close it. See, 
This is great. Thank you. I'm so yeah. glad you said that. Is Jillian ever going to listen to this? I, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But, I, but yeah, it comes out May 20th. This wine is way better than your wine. Listen, I I advocate for two buck chuck. I hear so, how many of these do you do a year? I'm telling you, you are. Uh, we'll see. I will see. Here's what. No, I'm gonna give you a gift. I okay. will sponsor this for wine. Really? Yes. Okay. You tell me what it is. I I will have someone bring you wine for the thing. I, I received that. Now, it's that. not going to be like 36 bottles a show. Yeah, no, no, no. But it'll no, be no. enough to do an entire show with. Okay, perfect. Generously. And you can probably give a bottle away. Okay. Thank you. Two buck chuck. It's fine. Yes, it's fine. My parents would be like, we're fine with two buck chuck. And then I open up a wine. They're like, do you mind if we have some of yours? Oh, <laughs> what about your swill? See, but that's the thing. I'm not a, I'm not a wine connoisseur. I never have been. Okay. What's your drink? <clears throat> It depends on the day. Tuesday. Summertime, it would be Margarita Rocks with salt. All right. It's January in Montauk. Mold wine. Mm, hot toddy. Mead. Hot toddy. A hot toddy. Okay. Okay. So you <laughs> met her on Stuck. Yes, I met her on Stuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's one of the fucking producers and co-writers and co-stars of the film. Who made the first move? I'm going to keep that to myself. Is this some sort of power game that you guys are still playing? No. We're like, no, you, you absolutely did it. No, you. Well, I'm sure that you can understand that I'm very open and honest about my life and, and yeah. all of that stuff. But there are God those, bless. some of those things that you, you desire to keep private, you know, considering mm. that mm-hmm. the, the industry that we're in and not only that, just the time that we're in where everything is common knowledge. Yeah. So getting to have that, the sacredness of that relationship and getting to be very conscious as to to what you share and what you don't right. share. And for the first person that was like, hey, what's going on? You don't want to share that. No, I, I, I just, I don't. I think that's very smart. <laughs> and now I shall share more stories about my son having heart surgery. No, but uh, you and I... Uh, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but were you oh. on one of the planes September 11, 2001, or were supposed to be? Did you have a 9-11 story? No. You didn't? I did not. Okay. Where did you hear that? I don't know. That was Seth MacFarlane. No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not confusing you and Seth MacFarlane. That is for sure. We have the same amount of money. Wait a minute. But let his me, show wasn't canceled. Check. <laughs> You're right. All the shows are going very well for him. My, but I would like to top that with which show of mine was canceled. How? So what was what was that like? What was your experience with Netflix and the Joe McHale show? Oh, they were great. Uh, are you I contractually mean, obligated to say that? I have no contract. I can say what I want. <laughs> It was really great up until the point they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it. Because we did like half a second season. I don't know what they counted as. We did 18 episodes and then and then that was that. Uh, but they say, they were very positive right up until the end. They seem, to, they seem to do that quite a bit. Like One Day at a Time was another show that they had that, yeah. that had very clear fandom 
that were yeah. like, Netflix, don't take this off. What are you doing? And they're like, eh, sorry, we're doing it. Yeah, I have no idea what the algorithm or the uh, the which chart or graph we did not uh, meet the thing on. Um, I like to think, I mean, it. they do not have weekly shows uh, or they have a son show. Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually, I, I, I hope that's going well, but for at least last year, you know, it, I, I think you need to let those shows uh, breathe and have time to get known. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're the king of the world. So they're, they're a, a freight train that's not going to be stopped. And so I don't know if we kind of figured into their model. Yeah. Uh, believe me, I wish, I wish we had. That would have been really fun. But, uh, but it wasn't to be. Uh, it wasn't to be. They were incredibly nice. They were way nicer about it than most uh, places I've been. Yeah. Uh, they called. A lot of people called. Uh, so I was like, well, thanks guys. I yeah. feel like this was a very nice way to be let down. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, but doing a weekly show there, they are not used to topical shows mm. and I don't know if they're still, still going to be in that bit. I mean, clearly they're in business with Hassan's and maybe he's making it work great and it's a great show. So who knows? See what I did there? I, 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 I see, I see what you did there, but you're also now we're going to be hosting a game show. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. On ABC. Yes. Uh, the American Broadcasting Company, yeah. So it's uh, it's that group of shows with uh, that Alec Baldwin hosts one, and then Anthony Anderson, and they they're bringing this old show back from the seventies. And uh, believe me, I didn't I didn't think I was going to do it. And then I know the production company, and uh, I had a ton of fun on Alec and Anthony's show. So I'm like, hey, I'd like to buy a yacht. And uh, I'm kidding. It's small boat. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It'll be, it's called card sharks and, uh, and it's, uh, yeah. So I turn over cards or I help turn over cards and make people a lot of money. Uh, and, uh, then I'll make some money and I get a free suit out of it. Yeah. But they're very good. It's uh, the Fremantle people. So they're very nice. Okay. And I have to, I have to share something with you. Oh, and I, do you want to be on the show? Um, sure. I'm, I, I would love that. Oh, all right. Sure. That would be so great. I For, think it would be a violation of the game show kind of okay. laws if okay. I'm like, and here's my friend, Heather. Yeah. I okay. mean, unless I did a celebrity edition, who knows? You know what? That could, But then it would be for charity and it wouldn't be for you. Well, I can consider myself a charity. <sighs> what show are you coming up on? Um, but, 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 but oh, I, you wanted to ask me a question. No, I didn't want to ask you a question. I wanted to share something. Which was when I had I had gone to the premiere of that film that you were in, like fuck assassination agent. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, very similar to a game show. It, it's, it's right up there with card sharks. <laughs> same outfits, same vibe. Live studio audience. Well, it. it, it it's fun, huh? It, it's it, it's. It's a fun family film. Ooh. I, I mean, I I've got to say, I'm I'm very rarely surprised by a performance. Oh, and your performance was so surprising to me, and not only surprising, really it, bad acting on my part. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. 
Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Which okay. is why I'm bringing it up because this is just the make Joel McHale uncomfortable hour. This is, I like it. Yeah. Um, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's Yeah, it's like exactly what you would expect me to do in a movie. It's very similar to Community. It, it was, it, but it, seriously, it, 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 your performance was incredible. Oh, thank you. Jeez. Like it That's was a huge compliment coming from you. I received that. Thanks. You know what you're doing, yeah. It was, it was an incredible, incredible performance, and, and it, it leaves me wanting more. Oh, well, like, my guy was no fun. I mean, he was not a nice man. No, he wasn't a nice man. And he at got what he all. was, you know, got what he was coming to him. But, but, the, but there's, uh, you were so nuanced in your performance and you were so quiet mm. with the, and that's what made it so uncomfortable and fascinating to watch. It was really comfortable when I brought my wife to the premiere. <laughs> what did your wife say? Thank God I have the coolest wife on the planet. Yeah. Where I told her about the scene. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys at home or in your cars or running. Uh, yeah. But uh, she was like, well, if you think it's, you know, worth it or you know if is that something you want to do and think mm -hmm. it's and i was like yeah i do i think it's gonna be uh and um so thank god she's super cool and um she ultimately was like hey it was great but you know that the one part where she didn't buy was there's a scene part guys i'm looking in the camera but where i'm supposed to i am trying to get through a door and i could Easily have kicked that door down, but in for movie purposes and for the, the limited budget we had. Yeah. Uh, but she was like, you could have kicked that door down. I'm like, it's, it's a movie. So, um, yeah, she was very cool. Her friend Cheryl, who, uh, Cheryl Choi, uh, she's a very nice woman. They've known each other since grammar school. She, I, I've all, she Sarah brought her, and I was like, oh, she's going to hate this movie. This is going to be rough. And then she was like, I really like the movie. But then my brother-in-law, Richard, and his wife, they turned it off after the first 10 minutes. Oh, wow. They were like, we're not watching this movie. Yeah, I didn't. You were you were the only thing I liked in that film. You, what? You didn't like any? Here's the a, here's a, here's a truth. Okay, right? wow. I'm very, I, I understand what the filmmaker was trying to do, what I don't agree with, and what I, I, actively dislike is the use and symbolism of something like a noose mm. being put over the head of the character that is part of the LGBTQ community. Mm. And I, again, it's as filmmakers, as storytellers, I think that there's an innate responsibility recognizing that you have a platform people listen people see and why are you going to use something like a cheap emotional plot in order to get people to feel be more creative don't just be shocking for the sake of being shocking and that's how in that scene you're like this is yeah just it it, it just was ridiculous and it made no sense to me Mm. And I thought it was irresponsible, mm. and I thought it was gross. 
even though obviously the outcome was yeah the out but uh, but still there's like writers who use rape as like a plot point writers who try to use some kind of like perilous situation where then the hero or Shiro at the last second ends up getting to have ba 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 Right. But what but what point does it serve? Mm. What was the it didn't serve the larger context of the story at all. So you hung in there for the whole thing. Of course I did. I was at the fucking premiere at the arc light where I also got that red pleather jacket. You got the jacket? Yeah. I didn't have one that they didn't give me one that fit. They didn't. Uh no. I'm sorry. Well, all right. Well, this is uh, that's the, the, I mean, you no, no, the best I, part of that film for uh, me. You're a very nice person. Uh, I think, uh, but, uh, I, I was surprised that the movie didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do better, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> that's all they're separate. That's the thing though. You can never tell, right? You can never, you tell. can never fucking tell with something that you do. It's like, this is going to be trash. And you're like, this is actually pretty good. Or this is going to be great. And crickets. No, no. I remember, <laughs> I remember when you splashed on the scene. Yeah. With welcome to the dollhouse. Yeah. Such a piece of trash. How sorry. dare you? I know. I'm sorry. No. And I remember people seeing that movie and I'm really, it's, I was like, oh, that's how stars get born. Damn it. And that's why I was in a lot of commercials for Burger King <laughs> and launched my career. Did it really? Uh, I got me a couple of meetings. Yeah. My, my Burger King ads. <laughs> I couldn't get an agent then. Literally had no agent. I mean, I, I have no agent now. What? That's because you dropped them. Um, no, I haven't. No, that's not true. I did. I did drop my... Yeah, I did drop my agent. I was like, were they? Yeah, they were an agent. Um, but speaking of dropping agents, mm. you're a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to drop your agent? I was waiting for the WGA to come to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one called me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll call me after this, but after all my friends who are writers and they're like, so do they come to you? I'm like, haven't heard a thing yet. And uh, I guess because I haven't written anything in a long time. <laughs> They're like, ugh, that guy, he's been on those canceled shows. I don't think so. Do you like to write? No. 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 Why? It's like pulling. No, I don't. I've never sat down. I mean, I've been a writer. I can sit. If I'm in a pressure situation before mm -hmm. I go up on stage or something, mm -hmm. I can write uh, a lot of jokes. Uh, that's when it really, out of fear, terror, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, but I am not someone that can sit down and just write. Uh, that doesn't, I will find a thousand things to distract me. And even if there was no phones or computers or televisions or children. Or, there's masturbation. Uh, yeah, there's also dogs. Yes. I have yes. three dogs who, are, who masturbate. Uh, <laughs> one of them does. Absolutely. Which I can show you a video. <laughs> and then I said to my wife, I was like, do you think if I posted on Instagram it would be taken down she was like <laughs> perhaps uh but i am not that i am not that like that i have i can i can tell when i read a script i can tell you if i think it's good or bad yes absolutely uh and then i can i can make suggestions but i do, i am definitely not someone that will go let me tell you what's going on with your script 
that's why I can't stand most executives that tell people who are writers for a living when they have suggestions. When I'm like, if you can write it better than that, then go ahead and you do it. But mm -hmm. as it is, it's not going to work. Anyway, no, no one's come to me. So uh, I guess if they do after this podcast, then I'll have to drop my writing agent. But okay. I, I swear it's not some sort of protest uh, against mm -hmm. the packaging of what agents do. But I literally, it was just because I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Is that going to happen? I have no idea. <laughs> You're a writer. I am, but I, I'm not part of the WGA and I, I don't have a writing agent. I can get you one. You want a meeting? Um, really nice guy. I, I, I received that and let's talk after this is over. Okay. But it, Why aren't we doing a show where we play like... Like Irish brother and sister. We could very well. Who live in Ireland. Calgary, Canada. Because <laughs> then we wouldn't have to work on the Irish accents. We oh, would just do have to couple nuances with our the way we talk. Or it could be about um a brother and sister who were, let's say, adopted together to some random family, and then they both they find their birth parents and have to travel to Ireland to meet them and yeah, and everyone in Ireland, when you're walking around going like, I'm an American, I have Irish roots, they go like, ugh, another one. I'm I'm grateful that I I, I had a, a very different experience when I went to Ireland. I just, oh. I, I went a year ago um, in May to meet my birth dad's widow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the rest of my birth family, the extended family. How did that go? I mean, I'm here. I didn't kill myself. Did they all look like you? It, it, my birth dad's sister, Josie, looked surprisingly like me. I mean... And do they know that you're in entertainment? They must. They do, they, they do now, yeah. I, yeah. You say it like you had to tell them. I, I mean, uh, it, it's such a strange thing right that there i'm i'm grateful that aside from there were some uncomfortable instances when i first met my birth dad and his extended family mm. because and these are the americans who one of them i was going to meet my birth dad's sister who lives up in the bronx and my birth cousin had picked me up and he brought his daughter. He was like, first thing he said, we've never met. I thought my birth dad was dead until I found out that he wasn't. Oh like my. it's a whole big fucking thing. Right. And, and he said to her, look, it's Lily from the Princess Diaries. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Let's go. And, but when I, when I went to Ireland, it, it that shit didn't come up because it was, um, <clears throat> Princess Br Diaries have been off because it's been a few years. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what else you got kid? <laughs> what do you know now? You're on that good place show. <laughs> I like that show. That's my Irish accent. It's a little not well placed. No, but the, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was interesting to, to say the least, but I, I want to get back to the writing yeah. in, in this sense, because a Dan Harmon, who I've never met mm. in my life. You should definitely have him on this. Really? Do you yeah. think he'd do it? 
I can text him. Okay. That would be lovely because I literally, we would literally just write circles and circles and circles. Yeah. Now Dan's pretty, uh, pretty great. He seems like somebody that I would get along with. I bet you definitely would. Yeah. Okay. No, I, are you, as we talk about community, obviously, yeah. yes. No, when I, when I read that community pilot, uh, it was one of those pilots where, uh, like, I was not in the place where I was choosing pilots too much in my life, but mm-hmm. it was, but at the time, Dan's girlfriend at that time, he's definitely, he's with uh, someone else now who's lovely, uh, but that, this is now 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she was the one that recommended me. Uh, so I was not on Dan's radar, but I was on her yeah. radar. Uh, but, uh, I read that script and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the best pilot I've ever read. And, uh, it was one of those ones where, uh, you know how it goes, where you go, uh, well, I'm going to try We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'll try it. I want it to work. You never know. Maybe it will. But this one was like, I want this so badly. I know I can play this person and, uh, the writing was so good. And then, um, you know, we had a quite a crazy time with lots of crazy turns. Uh, <laughs> but the whole time, every time we get a script, it was like Christmas morning. It was opening a gift where I'm like, fuck, this is so great. And I felt so, and I, I, the cast and I would sometimes talk and we're like, we'll never be so lucky to be on something this good. If, we're, if, we, if you get on something this good, I mean, well, Donald, you know, his career's gone down the drain. <laughs> as we know uh but uh but it's was yeah this it was like it was a little piece i count myself i'll look back on that when i'm uh you know the, on, on my deathbed when i'm 59 i have a lot of plans and uh then go that's a thing that i did that was good yeah <laughs> yeah i mean his, his were you his circle the way that he, I mean, the circle, the way that he chooses to write and break things down is fascinating to me. And I'll tell you what, if you were to look at my computer, I literally have his circle mm. um, on my desktop. And when I write, I use it. Yeah, I use the circle for everything. I really... It, it, you sound like you're on True Detective right now. <laughs> you sound like you're Matthew McConaughey. I use it for everything. I uh, laugh as a circle. Laugh as a circle. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I, I, I don't. My voice isn't deep enough. Um. <laughs> oh, those moments. I mean, if you had said to Matthew McConaughey, I was like, okay, when you're sitting in, this, uh, in these scenes in the uh, police station and you're doing your Matthew McConaughey thing, did you think... That Lincoln, the car company, would come to you and be like, yeah, just talk like that. And then we'll show you driving in a tuxedo without a bow tie. And then we'll show you looking out over Los Angeles, like on the edge of a pool. And you'll say a bunch of random stuff. And then well, here's like $5 million. That, that is sweet as fuck. Though I would rather see him playing as bongos. We never saw footage of that. Did we? Him s- playing naked. Is that his- a thing? I- yeah, because the neighbors had called the cops on him. Yeah, but was there a camera on it? I don't think so. I don't know. Speaking of cameras on something, 
you are very good at transitions. I mean, it's impressive because I am, I am trying to throw the line <laughs> off into a part of the pond where we can just go. To, and then you're like, speaking of uh, Matt <laughs> ponds, what kind of water boiling for food do you do? Because you like to cook. You see, this is why I don't know that I'd ever be able to get stoned with you. <laughs> because why? Uh, because. What do you count this? I, I count this as. as Vino. A liver exfoliant. Mm. So you can never get stoned with me because I like to talk about other things? No, because the way that you transition back oh, to yeah. something it would be very hard I'm, for me. I'm just thinking about myself. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great end to a story. <laughs> and here it comes. <laughs> and now we've done it. Somebody better say something because I want to talk about something. Ah, here, there we go. Mm -hmm. So, okay, where were we? Well, I was going to say, have you heard about Free Britney? What's going on with Britney Spears? No. Okay. So. What a, that, the fact that you can transition into that. <laughs> Because we were talking about True Detective. We were talking about Dan Harmon. We were, we were talking, talking about, about the circles. And now we are talking about... $5 million commercial, yeah. Free Britney. Free Britney. So Britney, and this is like just starting to come up, but Britney was checked into a mental health facility in January. How do you know this? So there is, there was this very silly podcast um, called... Britney's Graham, where these two women who are, they're comics and I know them and they're not crazy people, would <laughs> go in depth about it. Britney's Instagram. You know, as there are podcasts about ridiculous things, like period. But, right, but what, there happen to be about Britney. She's one of yeah, the most famous people exactly. on the planet. Britney's got 75 million followers or whatever it is. And that's what they did every week. And so with that, what they found is that Brittany had stopped posting on Instagram and they were curious as to why. And they started to do some investigating and then they got a call from a paralegal that worked at um, Brittany's lawyer's firm. Okay. And Dunham, Dunham and... Shalashalina-Lenny? Moorhead. Exactly. Okay. And he had shared that because she still has that conservatorship. Right. She's, she's my age. She's 36 years old. She's still under a conservatorship. They placed her in a mental health facility in January, even though they said that they had done it in March. And that it was that she had canceled her Las Vegas res residency because her dad had gotten sick, which isn't true at all. That's all made up. All made up. Her dad is not sick. Her dad is not sick at all. So now there's an investigation that's starting to... Happen? Happen. Thank you. I was going to say You're unravel. so good at transitions and then... <laughs> I, I forget silly words. There's like, a transition that is about to... Happen. Cotton candy. Uh -huh. 
Um, but it, so there's all this press that's that that's coming up about it now. So wait, so you're telling me these yeah. people have a podcast, these two mm-hmm. comics, mm-hmm. a paralegal from the a par- law firm that represents yes. Brittany yes. goes like, hey, I got some dirt. Yeah, like I've been listening. Here's the truth. Like blah, 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 paralegal, blah, blah. This is all hinges on the paralegal? And and not just the paralegal because uh, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn Swan, the yes. football player from the 70s. Exactly. Who, was on Mr. Rogers. Yes. Also took ballet. <laughs> and Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brittany's mom had has also gotten involved and she's like, yes, this is what's happening. Ba 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 ba. Just to keep you up to date on pop culture. Okay, so I have heard nothing about that. Okay, so now you are hearing about it. Well, I hope she's okay because her kids are now 15, 16, yeah. 17. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's even talking about the kids. Federline's not. It, it, like we've been doing this, I feel like, about the same time. Like we, we came up in the 90s. You and Brittany. No, you and I. Oh, no. You were a movie star in the 90s. Your career started in the 90s. Yeah. I was on uh, I was on stage doing improv, and I very luckily I got on a local sketch comedy show. Okay, but was, I but here's the thing though, Ryan. Like Brittany in 97, Hit Me Baby came out. Yeah, I know. And I would say we had, including you and I had different uh journeys to Compared to Britney? Yes. Very, very different journeys compared yeah. to Britney. We didn't walk out on any stage and scream, hello, Cleveland. And But you might as a as a stand-up comic as well, right? Well, I scream that when I'm in Calgary. Okay. So you're saying we all came up together? You, me, and Britney? Uh, she was also 16. Okay. Well, first of all... <laughs> where are we going (laughs) this is where we're going is we have both had the experience within this industry of how it can completely fuck people over and fuck people up yeah correct we've seen well yes but i have never uh been on the i've never been a close to an experience where it was that white hot. Yeah, me either. Where you go from anonymous to you can't walk out of your home. No. That that didn't happen to me. No. Although I pretend that's what happened to me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just, when I walk out, I'm, you know, cover, I look like a mummy. I got you. No, but so we've never, so, and we weren't, I mean, you were very young when you got famous. And it sounds like you had responsible parents that took care of you. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a real confirmation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But let's move on from that. But oh. but but we we didn't but but we didn't have. It wasn't like a, all of China knew who we were. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But what I the reason that I bring it up, and that I. Interesting is is definitely the wrong word. Well, I would agree with what you said in that there are people that have been screwed by the business and 
there are people that have obviously done very well in the business, mm-hmm. but there's so many, the recipe for every, for each person is all, is always different. I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's 100%. case by case and it's timing and all those, those things. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a 16 year old woman in the nineties, it's, and you become one of the biggest stars on the planet for decades, it's going to be crazy. Yes. So what I guess what we're, I have not allowed you to speak, and, and, and I'm not going to. So I shall not continue. No, go ahead. Sorry, I'm horrible. You're perfect, and I I do adore you. My God, that bless is true. You. See, Irish twins, guys. It's true. Irish twins. It's true. You just happen to be much younger. <laughs> All right. So, but you're saying with Brittany. So I so I was asking you about Brittany a because not a lot of people are have heard about it. And B, based upon the fact that, you know, getting a gauge of what this industry can do to anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And then how easy it is, I think, for people within our industry to it becomes almost Shit like an, on. well it becomes almost like an in memoriam while they're still living yeah i would agree um but you could uh yes uh it really shows the horrible side of human nature where people like to punch down and uh and to now and people are like but you hosted the soup and uh i hear you but those were uh, we made a lot of fun of reality shows and we made fun of people that uh, were agreeing to be on camera and were being paid and and in cases of like the real world and uh, uh, the surreal life and all those things, these are people that uh, the chaos uh, they were bringing on their own. I mean, yes, they obviously had issues, but they were, uh, we were saying, this is bad behavior that you need to. Yes. Uh, but with Brit, because Brittany did have a meltdown when she was, she had shaved her head and uh, and she was she attacked the car with the umbrella and do, I don't know if you remember but a lot of late no, night talk I remember. show it began remember. to go people were like it's a funny thing and then people were like wait a minute this we should funny. all pull back and everybody pulled back and thankfully uh, she seemed to have gotten treatment and it, it got better uh, for her but um, but there's no doubt that yeah this is a it is cruel and people want people i think people want people to fail mostly because they're probably wish it was them or jealous or something but it's a weird human nature thing that uh i don't i don't really get but uh you sound fine and i hope you don't have the measles that is uh so uh but yeah it's i well so so the the hashtag is free Britney. The the hashtag is is free Britney. And Just, the and the thing is, we want Brit. They want Britney out of the. They want Britney out of the mental institution, and they want her to no longer have that conservative ship conservatorship, because that also goes to let's say that Britney desires to hire her own lawyer. Right. She can't hire her own lawyer. It's up to a judge. Because Brittany, while she's under the conservative ship, conservatorship, um, what they say that she's not mentally fit. 
I, I feel like we're there's we there needs to be way more information gathered. Oh, there's there's a I'm not doing this a service at all. Um, I'm not it because just, she's had the conservatorship since 2007. And so that's 12 years. And it has gone well for most of that time, right? I mean, she had the, the, she was in Vegas for years. No, she, she had to stop the Vegas residency. But things were going well after, like, things were going well, but she had gotten photographed driving a car, which was a big no no under her conservatorship. I just like, Trying to watch you say conservatorship. Uh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> and then you became Scottish. <laughs> Can I get you a glass of water? Maybe, perhaps. Uh, so, so you feel that it, the conservatorship should be ended and she can make her own choices, but because do you feel that she's being held against her will? Yes, that's the whole entire thing with Free Britney. Is that, that- her, The paralegals like got on this podcast and went, hey, she is... Trapped. Just do me a favor for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. When do you go home later tonight? I'm not going home tonight. Okay. Well, I'm when driving you... all the way to Ensenada. Are you really? Mm-mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. See, and this is this is son of a bitch. Goddamn son of a bitch. That's my one of my favorite things. <laughs> I'm playing <a> Radcliffe. It's <laughs> one of my favorites. Okay. I love I love how you deflect, mm. and you're you're. You should see what it's like to have dinner with the McHales. Are you? Do you consider yourself a Scorpio or a Sagittarius? Because you're born November twentieth. I don't care about any of that shit. No. No, I don't. Under, have. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't have any. Really? No. Well, for well, you were well, also born. You were raised Catholic, like me. Yes. So filled with guilt and shame. I got rid of the guilt. Okay, but the shame. Yeah. Uh, no, but first of all, with Brittany. Yeah. Because I have not talked about Brittany Spears this much since the soup. So um, are we bordering on conspiracy that Mm-mm. she is trapped? We're not. Because that's her mother. Her fucking mother. Right. Now, her is... mother and father, are they still married? No. They're not. And who's no. the, the dad had the was dad's in charge. the one that has sole control over everything. And are you saying her dad is uh, he is doing it out of uh, he is not uh, a good man that he is that is a nefarious. Uh, Listen, I am not saying any of the above because I'm not going to get su- sued for slander and libel. All I don't I'm, think you're, you definitely aren't. All I'm going to say is this. But that guy will be. Yes. That is true. Okay. He's always been a troublemaker. Uh, so, okay. So it just sounds like she obviously has um, some issues that have to be dealt with. You don't know? No? Yes. And also... You can edit this all out later. You, you totally fucking can. Um, you but, think that she needs to have control of her own life and be able to hire her own lawyers. Okay. Do you think that she is capable of that? Okay. Well, first of all... We'll get back to this astrology stuff in a oh, second. Oh, Okay. Listen, now this is starting to turn into like a Law & Order episode. Um, Not really. (laughs) Don't, don't. But all I'm saying is this. Do me a favor and just check out 
Brit- Free Britney. Just check out Free Britney. Just look at it. Okay. Now, you do sound a little bit like, just check out. Just check flat, it out. Hashtag flat earth. And you'll see. Okay. You'll see. <laughs> you'll see that Kyrie Irving is making some pretty good points. Well, here's the deal. Here's the truth. I, <laughs> I, I right. normally don't subscribe to... Conspiracies? If you want to read a good book, it's called Conspiracy. Okay. It's about the takedown of Gawker. It's pretty remarkable. The whole Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. It really is an incredible book. Okay. I okay. will read it because I do love to read. You'll be very happy. Did you read Bad Blood? No. Oh, the Elizabeth Holmes story? No. You'll no. love it. Really? About Theranos and all that. Okay. Okay. So we're, we got off track. So I said, is this a conspiracy theory? I and said, then you said, no, it's no, not. It's just it's not. Okay. It's not. And I, and I say that if I had had the success that Brittany had mm-hmm. had. Like Welcome to the Dollhouse became Jaws. Yes. I right. mean, I don't even know what, I don't even know what the equivalent would be. Let's I say Jaws. Like that was a pretty good equivalent. Okay. But even then, it's actually not close to being a pop star. It's 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 not at all. Okay, you know, and and you think of uh, of what (laughs) go ahead. You think of what what what. What? Oh, you're such a fucking asshole, and I love you. <laughs> I fucking adore you, dude. God bless you. <laughs> Again, you know that our ancestors 500 years ago, our families were like, I have some potatoes, I have some cabbage, so we all get together tonight? Yes. Yeah, and kill a cow. You look like every single person my dad grew up with from Chicago. Do you know what's crazy? Is that I have... I have family in Chicago. I have birth family in Chicago. Uh, I know a woman named Kathy Kelly, and you guys could be brother and sister. The Kellys, you could be, you would just, if you, we went to their house every, they lived in Evanston. If you just slipped into a dinner, no one (laughs) would even question your presence. They would just be like, there you go, Heather. And we would, yeah. For fuck's sakes. At some point we'll talk about my Norwegian side later. Okay. All right, go ahead. is that it, if I had had that success, I don't, I don't know what would have happened to me mm-hmm. as an individual mm-hmm. in terms of when you are considered a commodity and the second you desire to step out and become an individual and that then gets stripped from you because, oh, nope, you're not doing what I want. You're not staying in line. Well, I, I think you can also, again, this is an individual case-by-case thing, yes. and the recipe is different. Because you yeah. look at someone like Taylor Swift, yes, who got famous around the same age, yeah. seems to have it together pretty well, right? I mean, she seems to be in control of her fortune and control of her business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you could mm-hmm. also make the same case for Ariana Grande. Yeah. Um, and they Except s- for Donut Gate. 
except for Donut Gate. <laughs> Which, if Donut Gate <laughs> is the biggest gate you've got, things are okay. But then, you know what? I mean, I'm not even going to say that because that's just shitty. I'm not even going to say it. About Donut Gate? No. Not oh. about Donut Gate. No, I'm just saying that, um, you know, the combination, it's all, it starts when you're an infant, I... practically, about. How were you raised? And Dude, how would I know? And I'm not, and, and believe me, I'm not saying that Brittany was poorly raised at all. I swear. I'm saying there's a thousand other ingredients to this recipe. That Dude, I'm very clearly aware. Oh, right. I'm more I'm, about the audience going, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, so just check out, for, just check it out. Just, all right. Just check it out. And I, I don't say it, I don't say it blithely or lightly. Okay. You know, and I I trust the two people that are there. But you know what I will say? What probably is why Brittany is in the way she is mm -hmm. is because of fluoride being put into our water. Yeah. It calcifies the pineal gland or a pineal gland, depending on which school. Pineal. Pineal. Yeah. Okay. I, we all, I grew up in Southern Oregon. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> So, astrology. <laughs> Do you consider yourself more of a Pisces or a Cancer? Definitely Cancer on the... I, don't, I, 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 I just gave up halfway through that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, you did, and it's really good. I, I, just, I just gave up. No, because I like my birthday is November 10th. Mm-hmm. And I just I have a thing with I have you a thing follow with dates astrology, and numbers. You, I do. You get your you get readings and all that. I haven't gotten an astrology reading in two quite, or three days. <laughs> exactly <laughs> two or three You're hours. You're too busy. Right before I came here, I was like, okay, let me check so the chart. Look at, your, look at your runes. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Did I roll a six? Did I roll an yeah. eight? Was it a hard eight? Was it a soft eight? What's yeah, happening? I mean, What's the difference between a soft eight and a hard eight? I don't fucking know. It's just riffing. Okay. <laughs> so, so you don't. So you don't believe in astrology at all. No. Do you believe that um, Christ died for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that um, the devil is in the details? Yeah, but that's that is true. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're building a bridge. <laughs> You better get those details ironed out right. Look at the 737 Max. Unless you're laundering money and you really don't want the bridge to succeed. Now we're talking about different <laughs> things. If you're laundering money, you don't care whether the bridge succeeds or not. Exactly. You're, you, mostly you're like, I hope the bridge succeeds. doesn't matter to me. I'll be long gone with the money. <laughs> but if you are an architect who is building the bridge, all you do is care about those things. No, here's the thing with astrology. I my thing, I was like, I this is what did the thing for me. Talk to me. In high school, yeah, back in 1894. Ooh, how dare you? That was graduate. 97. Sorry. Uh, yeah, 97. <laughs> when did you graduate from high school? 2000. We are the smoke-free class of 2000. Wow. Uh, so I would, I that should be was. sung like this. We are okay. Um. <laughs> This I have was talking to a gal at a party. Uh -huh. uh, she was attractive and uh, it was going well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's way back when. And um, she, astrology came up and she, and she was like, 
well, what month were you? I was like, what sign? Basically, what sign are you? And I was like, guess. That's what I say normally. Right. And so she then proceeded to guess every single sign except for the one I was. Yeah. And then at at the end of that long guessing game, she was I she was she was like, oh, "I've guessed every one." And I was like, "No, you haven't." She's like, "I've said every one." I was like, "No, you haven't." She goes, "Which one I have which one did have I not said?" And I was like, "Scorpio." And she goes, oh, "Totally." <laughs> and I was like, "That's right because it all yeah." Yeah. Okay, okay. That well, I was like, mm, yeah, okay, because because I, I I always heard that you know the art the arguments of like you can apply anything to any of them if you look at the and look if it's helpful, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great. But uh, I, I I just I just don't have time. For it. I got you. I got you. I understand. But do that. you get readings and you're like, that's it. I'm gonna go buy that big sweater. Exactly, exactly. And then I, I don't wear that big sweater and then I look at it in my closet a year later and I'm like, why did I get this sweater? And then when the unexpected uh, freeze comes through town uh-huh. January 9th, you're like, that's why I got that sweater. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so, Does your wife believe in that? She has been... Uh, our... Hmm. This is a, that's a no. That's a big no. No, that's not true. She, she just goes, you go do your little thing. No, she's, she's into it. And here's a, sh- ooh, that was some weird kind of hat, hat trick. Mine that was, was impressive. Thanks, That was Cup. like uh, putting an English on a, uh, on a cue ball. <laughs> Smacked down and went, okay. <laughs> um, uh, I've always been very open and also very skeptical. Okay. You know, That's so a very good way to be. Yeah, and and so so with that, do I believe that there is something to the fact that? I mean, for fuck's sake, the moon. I believe there is something to the moon. It, it it's can a affect large a, ball, but it can affect a single glass of water. So imagine, and we're our bodies are our bodies are one hundred and fifteen percent water. I thought it, they were 115% wine. Right now they are. It's, that's true. Yeah. That's to be 120. See, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that. So she doesn't believe it. Mm-mm. <laughs> right now she's going to be listening going like, fucking I, Heather, I don't believe it. So why are you? Okay. No, she, again, A, I don't want to speak for my wife in that way. I will say this is that... She's as open if she's as open as I am. I'm just open. I don't look at my horoscope every day and I'm like, oh my God, what's my day going to be like? Oh my God, they tell me it's going to be a bad day. God, I'm not going to leave my house. Is that how you talk when you're... Exactly how I talk. Possibly going to have a bad day. Oh my God, I'm going to have a bad day. I like that. Yeah. It, it, so, but there, but, but there you is. You sound like a theater agent <laughs> in New York in <laughs> 1972. <laughs> oh, you'd be great in this. <laughs> it's just cats. <laughs> it's just cats. I had a friend who saw cats recently. Recently, she saw cats, and she was like, "I." She literally was like, "I 
could not figure out what was going on. If I never see Cats in my life, the musical, it, it won't be too soon. My favorite move back in 2000, I can read the thing when Cats was going to close at the Winter Garden in yeah. New York. I even know it was the Winter Garden, even though I never saw it. It was like, it's going to close. And then when it started closing, it started selling out again. And then like, it's going to stay open. And, and then people were like, oh, no, no, no. We just, that was, no, 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 no. And then it immediately closed. Uh, I... I remember being a kid and there was an Italian woman that my music teacher had brought in. And I remember thinking she was very beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was Sophia Loren. It most certainly was not the niece of Stalin. Um, <laughs> Conspiracy theorist. Not. She's literally the niece of Stalin. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Welcome to your history lesson. Wow. Um, One second. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Uh, all right. So, Nisa Stalin. I, I, I'm like, Google it. Google it. And just say, literally. Um, I want the I want the voice who is like, this is what my day is going to be like, and then the Google it person to have a conversation. That's what's going to happen right now. Oh, my day. I can't believe it. No, it's going to be awful. Google it. <laughs> Just Google it. Your day's going to be great. No, it's going to be terrible. You do it so much better than that. <laughs> cats. Italian lady. The cats. Monica Italian. Bellucci. And, and I remember Mrs. Thomas. That was my musical. That, that was like the music was teacher's name? name. Isabel? Isabel? It's Isabel. It is Isabel. Okay. And and I just remember Mrs. Thomas playing memories on the yeah. piano mm -hmm. and this beautiful Italian woman singing and me still hating the song. Mm. Like memories, da 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 in the moonlight, da 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 da. You sure know the tune. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just even Barbara's version? Barbara Streisand is canceled. Well, I guess this is where the... Is this really... Because, I mean, man... Here's the thing. I fucking... Barbara Streisand growing up for me was like, yes. Barbara Streisand, Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli, Betty Davis. Death, like right. Megadeth. <laughs> Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Guar. Exactly. If if all insane of insane clown posse. Yeah, and yep. corn. Let's not forget. I have not forgot corn <laughs> with a K. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just talking about loving corn. It's my favorite vegetable. You know who else loved corn? Yes. Who? Stalin's niece. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, goddamn, fuck! Was it Ethel Merman? Ethel Merman loved corn. Isn't that there's a? I think it was Ethel Merman. An airplane? Yes. There's that story where it's like Ethel Merman is in the bathroom, like taking. A, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, there's this. There's this. Uh, what is it? Not like an old wives' tale, but. Legend has it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a third voice. I oh, know, the day is going right. Gavilla, <laughs> no, legend has it. This day will be incredible. Legend has it that Ethel Merman 
was in a bathroom stall taking a dump. And she says, corn? I don't remember having corn. How do you know this? I mean, it's one of those stories that's gone around the fucking block. Have you heard this story before? Listen, he's he's a fetus. I know. What are you, 23? 24. I just found out two 24? minutes before you walked in. You're 24 in. years old, and this is your job already? Good for him. Right? I, I laughed Good when he said you, he was man. 24. 24. Because I was like... <laughs> oh, the things I thought I knew at 24. The things that I think I know at 36. Just wait till you reach 47. I mean, that's if I make it that long. What are, you, what are your plans? Are you going into uh, base jumping? Well, my birth mom died at 53. Yeah, of, uh, but she didn't have a good doctor. I, she had a pretty rough lifestyle, is my guess. Smoker? Yeah. I wasn't. <coughs> but my dad also. You sound good. But my birth dad like died at 61. He's He died at 61. Yeah. Of? He had been a um, digger for the subway tunnels of New York. And so toxic stuff? So, yeah. So... You didn't do that. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. I imagine you haven't been, you haven't eaten anything unorganic <laughs> in decades, except once in a while you, are you splurge and go to are you kidding? carnies. Are you serious or are you kidding? I don't know. Do you know what? I had McDonald's french fries two nights ago. I had. As I, like, uh, that's your like, I can't help myself. I'm going to McDonald's. No, 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 no. that's not it. If I can't help myself and I'm going to McDonald's, I will end When was up- the last time you went to McDonald's for lunch? Oh, God. I would say a month ago. You're like, guys, we're going to lunch. We're going to McDonald's. Yeah, I'll either get a number nine, which is a two cheeseburger meal. Or I will get a double pounder, a quarter you. pounder. Okay, this is another voice. because <laughs> And now nobody believes you because you said double pounder. <laughs> I know I had a number no, eight, it, a double pounder. But it's that. And it's, then I had a six, which is a filet on fish. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's the double and quarter then I pounder. Had the, I had a happiest meal. Listen, it's the double quarter pounder with cheese meal. And the thing that I don't like about it is the fact that they... they How good was the double pounder? Better than a triple. <laughs> okay. So you're saying... I'm look, saying that I... I love... Look, McDonald's, I just like anything in moderation is fine. Uh, uh, yes. Except for heroin and methamphetamine. Yes. Yes? That is... <laughs> Have you done methamphetamine in moderation? Well, like I take Adderall for my ADD. That is not methamphetamine. Yes, it is. It's literally technically, it's an amphetamine. Yes, but if you take photographs of people who take Adderall before they take Adderall and then five years later after a doctor uh, prescribed and uh, regimented uh, plan, they don't look like scabby mick crazy uh from uh their brains melting see yes how much rat poison is in 
Adderall. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to go zero. It's oh. zero. Well, it's this zero. Is, well, well, here's a good question. How you. many Adderall labs have exploded in the last few years? 27. That's, you know, you just make <laughs> shit up. What's a 27 at McDonald's? <laughs> oh, I love the 27. It's a big mark and a double double <laughs> and a lime shake. Oh, for fuck's sakes. But speaking of drugs. Mm. <laughs> We were talking about something else. No, I know. We we were, but this is how the segues happen. Okay. Drugs. Yeah, I'm on Propecia. It's true. A, are you a weed smoker? I am not. You are not? No. Why? Catholic guilt? No, you know, I ask any of my friends, I really prefer drinking. Yeah. Um, Even though it's way more caloric. I mean, it's literally 100% more caloric. Um, I No, I don't. I really like, I, I, I enjoy, I just didn't get on the train. Uh, and I can't really explain it. Um, even though it's legal here and in my home state of Washington that I haven't lived in for almost 20 years. But um, no, I, you know what, I guess it's, I had also, I have a lot of friends that were wake and bakes and I was like, well, that's something I can't do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And because it creeps up in you, but you can make the exact same argument for drinking, obviously, since people have a lot of uh, issues with it, uh, can. And so, you know, it's the same, it's probably the same, but <laughs> I know I have a lot of friends like, oh man, if I had to choose, definitely weed over booze, but and I was like, yeah, but you'd never be able to taste the peat in the scotch because it's really wonderful. Taste the peat. Uh, yeah, you couldn't taste the... Or the oaks. Yeah, you couldn't taste the... The woody oaks. The alicante, the here and in the, the Spanish wine made by an Australian man. Striga. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. The fancy wine? No, it's pronounced double. Well, I, I, I need to let everyone know this. So you like the weed better than the booze <clears throat> is what you're saying. I, here's the truth. When it, when it comes to weed, I, I'm very grateful for what it's done for me. Okay. It has. booze didn't do the same thing. No, not (laughs) at all. Not at all. I'm half Irish. You're 100%. It really shows you (laughs) that if you just have a little bit of Norwegian in you. It's enough to. Oh, we'll be well, and you'll it bypass alcoholism. Yeah, it's yeah. So it, you are, you appreciate what it's done for you. I, I I really really do. And here's the thing: is that I hadn't smoked weed since I was 19, and I started again when I was 34. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that I had had the experience of being paranoid. While I was smoking weed. So it's fun. It's a fun experience. It's a blast. But what I found was really helpful was that it's allowed me to recognize the fears that arise within me a lot quicker. And do you have a lot of fears? Oh, yeah. Do you have a counselor to talk about these fears with? You have a therapist? I had a therapist for a really long time. 
I had a therapist for a really long time. And, and you know, it didn't help. No, it it it, it helped quite a bit, but uh, for folks' sakes, Joe McHale, um, do they? Do you think the weed helped you more than the therapist? I think that I would not have been able to utilize weed as a and I, and you might laugh and like whatever. I'm not gonna laugh. Well, I don't know. I really do consider it a medicine in this way. My anxiety can be through the roof. Like you have panic <clears throat> attacks. I have anxiety attacks, right. which are different than panic attacks. Okay. The anxiety attacks are are slower with a come on mm-hmm. and it normally starts at my sternum and I slowly start to feel like there is a pressure that is slowly building in my chest that's rising through my throat into my face and I can't breathe. Oh my gosh. At all. That must and, be awful. Yeah, it sucks. And so it's like trying to suck air through a cement straw. And the therapist did help with so the the therapist had helped quite a bit and there's like so many different parts to this it's nothing is necessarily linear it's it's almost like a, a a wide mosaic where it's not just the therapy it's not just the weed it's not just this it's not just that it's it's <clears throat> A bunch of things. So it's writing, it's meditation, it's weed, it's therapy, it's getting to have uh, a few people within my circle that I consider sacred relationships that I can speak freely and honestly with. Me? Yes, you are one of those people. We speak every four years. <laughs> okay, so you, so it's a combination. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's yeah. combination of things. And, and I found that... I have benefited greatly from the medicinal properties of marijuana. Okay. And and I I I don't take it lightly. Right. And I I there's this great organization called MAPS which focuses on the healing benefits of psychedelics and hallucinogens and entheogens and deals with people that are either suffering through PTSD due to war, due to um, sexual trauma, due to childhood trauma, whatever it is, and and getting to see those benefits. So I I take my relationship with weed. I don't just wake and bake. Just for the sake of, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, no, no, in no. a very I, roundabout way. I'm not like, I hey man, it. let's just get stoned and like have some fun, which is great, which is fine. Anybody who's smoking right now, great. No, no, I, I more liken it to the people that um, <coughs> with booze the same way that they go, oh, I can't face the day without without this. versus yeah. Now this adds to my day. Yeah, it just like if you're having an eye opener. If you're waking up with a vodka and orange juice, you're probably things are, you need to probably go deal with some stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not. I never utilize. I don't use it as an escape. Right. Like I, I'm not like. Oh my god, I've had a hard day. Right. Let me just <laughs> smoke some weed again. <laughs> this family of voices would be a really good Netflix show. Well, I, I, I received that, and considering that they're kings of the world right now, and they're a freight train. Hopefully, I then get to become a traveling hobo and hop that freight train. Yeah. I agree. All right. So that, that all makes good sense. Uh, so in conclusion. In conclusion of this. Of how, this you're 36, 35? Yeah, 36. 36. So. Yeah. All right. I'm old. Uh, yeah. Okay. 24, <laughs> 24 right? <laughs> 24. It's And that's the thing. It's like, and I don't, I, I and this is literally the you first. You can be my son. This is and I it, like at a like a no, like a decent age like an age my parents were when I had me. Yeah, it. I mean, it's it, it it's trippy and it goes back full circle. Mm-hmm. No such thing as time, you know. It, it in regards to, uh, I'm continually surprised by what I get to learn by people that are younger than me, and. I also laugh sometimes at what I hear come out of people's mouths that are in their 20s, mm-hmm. i.e. just, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm doing right now. And like, it's like, ha, 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 I'm 36 and I'm still trying to figure that out. You yeah. know, it's it, 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 the older I get, and I know I'm still very young, but the more that I get to experience life, the more I recognize that I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing. Look, when Akira Kurosawa, <clears throat> what happened? When Akira Kurosawa, the Japanese filmmaker, yes, uh, when he received his lifetime uh, Oscar award thing, yeah. and this is now 20 years ago, when he was 90-something, he said he had so much to learn from these young filmmakers. Yeah. I was like, that's the right attitude. It's true because it's, it's, there's, I'm very aware that there are generational blind spots and I'm, I recognize that I have blind spots within self where I, and this sounds like so fucked up and I immediately, are you a Game of Thrones fan? Are you watching Game of Thrones? Well, okay. So I haven't watched the last, the newest season at all, but I'm also, I watched the first new episode of Barry. And so I'm also two episodes behind on that. But I was traveling and I was a little busy, so I haven't been able to catch up. So if you say anything, you're going through that window. Okay, that's that's uh, fair. So, but you are a Game of Thrones fan. I am, but okay. I am also uh, hyper aware that there was a couple of seasons there that, I, like, even the Red Wedding season, oh. which was pretty average yeah. until the Red Wedding, where I was like. Are we getting to some good episodes here? Because I'm almost out. And then I'm like, yeah, you did it, guys. I'm back in. Yeah. I love it. It's Just great. when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. So I'm assuming these these episodes must be. I mean, it, it's. it's. I mean, they can't not. I mean, this is the, an entire season that is Marvel's Endgame. They have to. There's so many things that have to be tied up. And speaking of Marvel's Endgame, yeah, you are going to be in Star Girl, are you not? Yes, which has nothing to do with Marvel's Endgame. No, I know, but it has to do with 
superheroes. Yes. For lack of a better term. And I'm like, that's my segue without even meaning to segue because I well, do want to talk. That was seemed like a pretty calculated segue. And I don't even have notes in front of she me. She has no notes. Could you do that, 24-year-old? No. He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm looking at eBay right now. <laughs> Got my eye on this boat. Uh, yes, I play. I wore tights. I wear tights in it. <laughs> <laughs> you should see it. I have pictures, but I can't show them on camera, guys, because, you know, it's a secret. Yeah, no, I'm not the, I just barely, I'm barely in it. I, I play, I'm not going to say much, but Stargirl, uh, I play Starman. Okay. Uh, and um, <laughs> Stargirl and I are directly linked through uh-huh. over the years. The Cosmos? Through the cosmos, we through uh, Stardust. Yeah, the uh, Star Girl is played by this nineteen-year-old who works harder than anybody I've ever seen. She's—I don't know—I don't know how she's doing it because she gets, she must get methamphetamines. Just methamphetamine, <laughs> not the different flavors. How many? What are flavors of methamphetamines do you have? Oh, I have a mint, hazelnut, have, yeah, orange, Julius. Okay, orange is really good. The orange Julius methamphetamine. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Mm. It's not late. It's actually not bad. No, um, it's not. No, yes. I. It, it was always a dream of mine to play like a superhero guy. And so they offered it to me and I was like, absolutely. I'll do it for free. It's so much fun. Did uh, you do it for free? No. <laughs> Luke Wilson, um, all my scenes, most of my scenes are with him. So he's... Uh, as dreamy as you can imagine. The lesser half of Owen. No. He's, <laughs> Owen is lucky to have a brother as cute as he is. <laughs> because everyone wants to talk to Luke. Luke's dreamy. Yeah. Uh, and then Amy Smart's in it. Okay. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm a, I'm a fan of Amy Smart. She's great. She seemed really cool. I mean, we did a big table read, but none of my see, I don't think any of my I going back in July, so then I'll find out what I'm doing. Okay. But uh, you know, it's just like Chris Evans. Exactly like Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh yeah. Live. Yeah. Similar. Chris I, Evans meets Chris Pine. Yeah. Chris Evans has been doing um Captain America for the last decade, and I've yeah. been doing Starman for almost a month now. Yeah. Both being shot in Atlanta. So there's that. That there there is twenty four year old guys like okay. The shitty Atlanta. Are you gonna see the Marvel movie? Are you excited for Endgame? Well, you won't be lost at all. This will be fine. You'll be like, what the okay. I I, I don't follow any of them either. I don't. I don't. You I don't, don't like care. those movies. I don't care. I just. I don't. I don't. What's the last movie you saw in a theater? Oh my God, and it was so recent too, for fuck's sakes. Oh, just saw the um, Emily, the, the movie Molly Shannon, who is playing Emily Dickinson. Okay. My my Wild Night with Emily or something. I know it sounds like a porn, um, but it, Molly Shannon was playing Emily Dickinson and it's about how... Right. Em- yeah. And it's great. It's... It, mm, <laughs> Wow, you're like, it's a... Mm. <laughs> well, here's the truth. Molly Shannon, I am so thankful and grateful and excited that she is getting to 
be given space to demonstrate her brilliance as an actor and a performer um, that isn't just centered around like a skit on Saturday night. All right, yeah. And I recognize and understand that the film had budgetary constraints and that it was low budget. My very finicky Barbara Streisand-esque, to make it mini full circle, uh, where I'm like... Let's call it a callback. Just callback, whatevs. Okay. Um... I'm looking at the I'm looking at the blinds and I'm like that is not accurate of you... the time period. Why are you doing a movie where you are using blinds that clearly were invented in the 90s? All right, so this voice is great. But this voice, I can see how this is this voice will be the enemy will be our antagonist in the movie <laughs> of all your voices. Well, listen, here's the thing. It literally, I feel, is the voice. It's the owl in the Winnie so the So you Pooh. felt that there were, they did not honor the period enough. Well, here, for fuck's sakes, you just need to see it for yourself to like recognize and understand. Yes, I understand that they were trying to do what the favorite did, but on a much more constrained budget. I get that. I understand that. Whatevs. What um, is the last movie you saw that you thought that was um, near perfect? The Meg about the big shark. Right, exactly. Suicide Squad. No, I'm trying to, I mean, ugh, won't you be my neighbor? That's not a, that's a documentary. I know, that's a, but it's still a film. Are you talking about narrative feature? Yes. I'll wait. You're such you're such a dick. Yes. I love it. Yes, I am. Uh, to be take uh, your time. Toy Story. Uh, the, the truth is, is like I I don't know. Wally. Wally was great. Wally was great. Wally was really really great. Um, the truth is, is that I I I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. What's your second favorite movie? Of all time, or mm, no, of two thousand nine. 2009? Yeah, of all time. After fuck. Uh, Give God. me a top 10 film in your top 20, anything. Okay, The Hours. The Hours is probably my favorite movie of all time. Oh. All right. Very, very interesting. Why? Something you never hear. Why? Nicole Kidman's greatest performance. Ed Harris. Yeah. I mean, that scene. Next to Milk Money. Do you know what? <laughs> Hold on, there's a plane coming <laughs> because they hit the building. Hold. Uh, hold, do you know what? hold the roll. Do you know hold what? the roll. Do you know what? Um, my wife has a bit about milk money. Do I know that? I did not know that. No, you didn't know that. So it's just very ironic that that you brought it up. But man, fucking Ed Harris's performance in the hours mm. when he's getting there. It's rough and wonderful. But it's 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 absolutely fucking perfect it's because perfect. it is free and it is uninhibited and there is no fucking ego at all in his performance. 
cut to Tom fucking Cruise and Magnolia fucking oh. whack a dick. We're going to disagree because Tom Cruise's performance in Magnolia is my favorite thing about that movie. Even when he's visiting his dying father? Because in that movie, he's playing that narcissist perfectly. I could watch an entire movie of that character. Really? I just, ugh. It's interesting that you pulled that comparison out to say, as good as Ed Harris was, this is how you feel about Tom Cruise's performance in a different movie. Well, partially it's because it's, I taught at a college for a year. What? Are you trying to high road me right now? No. All right, go ahead. I taught at a- college? If you say a barber college, <laughs> this is over. A barberette college. All right. <laughs> There's no such thing. There is now. <laughs> but I, 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 I remember just comparing those two performances. Ed Harris, because they're, they're both dealing with... Mm-hmm. But you... So, yeah, they're both dealing with similar issues, but... Tom Cruise is playing a, a motivational speaker, empowerment, prosperity. But here's, if you take a second just to look at those two scenes. Side, I have. Side by side. Before we did this tonight, I was watching both those movies. Okay, well then you're just a dumbass. Because I love movies watching side by side? Yeah. Just in the, You can see, here's the thing. I could imagine Tom Cruise on the set of Magnolia before he's getting ready to do that scene. And he's like, and the AD's like, all right, everybody, quiet. Quiet on set. Quiet. Really loud. Sorry. But, oh, we got an actor. It's quiet. You have a big backstory to this performance. I do, because you know why? It is so of shit. Wow. It is a performance. That fucking scene, he is so full of shit. He is so dishonest in his performance. I don't care. You can you can cry. You can be a professional crier. You can be a professional crying actor. But if you don't have the actual heart and the fucking guts... Do you feel this way about most Tom Cruise performances? No, because I don't really think of Tom Cruise at all. Well, I think we're getting to the bigger issue. Which is? You're not a Tom Cruise fan. It's not a question that, listen, Risky Business, um, Born on the Fourth of July. Okay. I would say. Vanilla Sky. Oblivion. Vanilla Sky. No, I'm just saying these things. Okay. All right. Clearly, you are not a Tom Cruise fan. It's not a question of me being a Tom Cruise fan or not. I was a Tom Cruise fan. The Last Samurai? Did you see that? Oh, yes, because I love I I love whitewashing fucking Asian culture. But so you're not a fan? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You don't throw these names out as jokes, right? <coughs> oh, no. So, look. <coughs> Scientology I, is already getting to me. See? They're choking me to death. 
Listen, so I we were talking about the hours. We're talking about, wow, you really choked. I did. That was one of those, yeah. Uh, so I agree. Sam Harris is... <laughs> A wonderful singer. Harrison Force. No, Ed Harris's performance is spellbinding, and it's unbelievable. Uh, how that, but that, but you could uh, every yes, all that. I mean, it's that's why that movie is so damn good, and it's so nuanced. Mm. And that's the thing is that I called your performance in Assassination Nation nuanced. God bless you, and it's fucking true because there. There's no showmanship. None of it's showy. People in life aren't necessarily showy. The, the less they show, I feel, the more they actually say. Mm. Right? And, and so when I look at a performance from Tom Cruise in a film like Magnolia, which let's also remember was being hailed as like, yeah. Oh my God, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Holy shit, it's incredible. Tom Cruise is amazing. And I'm like, what? I need you to put this voice into the movie as well. <laughs> like, maybe it's amazing for Tom Cruise and not, because have we forgotten his performances from like the fucking like 80s into the early 90s mm -hmm. before he made that switch and he almost became a caricature of himself. Mm. I'm never going to be working in a Tom Cruise film, as it turns out. Um, <laughs> maybe he now you definitely will be because he has to prove something to you. Yeah. I'll be like, listen, Mr. Cruz. He's like, you're playing my wife. I mean, I am a brunette with blue eyes. But speaking of, your hair, never seen so much. It's... On my face? How dare you? <laughs> I prayed for hair like this. this is, your hair would be great. How often do you cut it? Like once every two days? No, I haven't cut my hair... In over a year. Oh, all right. Yeah, I I don't mm. like I don't I I don't think of upkeep in in that way. Second favorite movie. <sighs> Meet me in Saint Louis. Wow, you are. I'm a conundrum wrapped inside an enigma. What is the? Well, I guess the hours is pretty big. Uh, big release. Do you like any, what's your favorite blockbuster? What's your favorite sort of summer movie? This, I guess we're going by category now. My favorite summer movie. You're going to be like, oh yeah, totally. I have no idea. I don't know. You're like, my favorite summer movie? Shortcuts with Julianne Moore. <laughs> Or slapstick. Slapstick? Slapstick or what was that movie with uh, with Paul Newman? Uh, the Verdict? No, Slap Shots. When slap Shot. Slap Shot. Yeah, the greatest movie about hockey in history. It's the greatest hockey movie. Are you surprised I know that? Uh, yes and no. And no. No, because you said The Hours and then Mimi and St. Louis. 
Um, so it could be now for that, it's all over the map. I, I, I mean, and that's the, because let me ask you this. No, like, cause you could be, cause if you were asked like, what's your favorite scary movie? I mean, for my you, childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I could see. <laughs> no. Cause then you'd be like, Oh, mean girls. That's the scary one. Or you would say something like, um, I don't know, closet land or something like way just no one knows about. It. Yeah. I would I, I would probably say my would be uh us. Mm. That's your scary movie. Yeah. <coughs> did you see Paranormal Activity? I did. The first one? I did. Masterpiece. Yes. I, I hope those actors got paid well. I hope they I got hope good they back too. end. I met the woman and uh, several <laughs> times. Daisy. Oh, I'm going to be in real trouble if I don't remember her name. She's delightful. The guy I met once, he, they came on the soup years ago. What is, what, what is your favorite summer blockbuster and what is your favorite movie of all time? That's hard to say. I think if I said, uh, if a movie, this movie, if it comes on, I don't turn it off and it's a summer movie. It's mm -hmm. probably Back to the Future. <gasps> yes. Flawless. Even though you hate the idea of no time such travel? thing as time. Whoever said that? Oh, well, absolutely. There is an idea of time if you can have time travel because you need time to travel through it. But again, then, what are you traveling through? Time. So again, I win this round. <laughs> Uh, no, um, so there's that movie. Um, favorite movie of all time is hard to say. That's when I go like, I got to put these the in the categories. One. I can tell you a movie that I get very excited to talk about every time it comes up is yeah. the movie Green Room with Patrick Stewart. That movie is unbelievable. Green Room? Yeah. If you're okay with violence, then you should go home and watch that movie. Okay. Okay. All, all I got as soon as you said that, I kid you not, was just an image of Joe Pesci shoving that pen inside the neck no. of that other dude in Casino. Yeah, this is way worse. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I have friends that had to shut it off, but it's not that, it's not about the violence, but it, yeah. Okay. I'll see Green Room and I'll let you know. I mean, Blade Runner was my favorite movie for many, 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 many years. And I remember in second grade when my parents rented a VCR and we rented Romancing the Stone and yeah. uh, Blade Runner. And uh, boy, those are the ones I'm trying to make like, like Red Sonia or something like that. Uh, Megaforce. Red Dawn. These are the movies that were yeah. being rented at the time. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have a VCR. And I remember my brother was having his birthday party and I just sat there watching uh, Blade Runner over and over again. It probably wasn't appropriate for a second grader, but I remember going like, this is a whole world in this little screen here. Yeah. Um, uh, I love... Uh, uh, well, uh, well, I love the Suicide Squad, as I said. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, Doctor Strange Love is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I can't watch that enough. Really? It is great. Have you watched it lately? 
It's I have a not, but I do. I I love Peter Sellers. I've been obsessed with Peter yeah. Sellers since I was a child. The Pink right. Panther series, and then being there. Mm-hmm. But you also like again. This is the categories thing. Yeah. Is that you know the Holy Grail is perfect and should have won every single Oscar that was available. But but then we also recognize that the Oscars are shit. They will. It's all very. I mean, the fact that Green Book fucking won this year. I mean, it it does show you that. I mean, I, I also that racism is alive and well, and yeah. ro- and being a white savior. Yeah, that is, is alive and yeah, well. And they need to read that book, White Fragility, because it <clears throat> is yeah, uh, absolutely. But I think the Marvel movies are doing a great job. I mean, I like. I was like Ant Man. Ant-Man and uh, the Ant-Man, the the sequel to Ant-Man? Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp, jeez. It was so good. I just watched it with my parents and my kids, and I was like, amazing. Paul Rudd is terrific. No, but uh, going, this is, we're all over the map. It's okay. My friend, Scott, uh, he introduced me, my Scott Derrickson, he introduced (gasps) me to this movie. Scotty Derrickson! There you go. Yes! uh, He introduced me to the Akira Kurosawa movie, Akuru, when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah. he's right. This movie yeah. is a masterpiece. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I'm so, oh, man. Scott Derrickson is the best. Scott How do is you know the Scott? Fucking, I know Scott through Zelda Williams. Wow. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and yes, Zelda's a wonderful person. And the only reason that I, the only reason I know anybody is through Twitter. Ah, like for real. But I met you on the movie set. That is very true, but we we stayed in touch via texting. Texting and texting. <laughs> so Twitter's got nothing you, to do with our just relationship. Just a little whatsoever. back. I mean, if anybody's still listening. Yeah, if anybody is, and we're gonna wrap that we let's let's have this be the wrap. Is there up. any la- hold on? Is there any last question? It's eleven oh four. Are there any questions? Jesus Christ! You want me to? Are you so surprised? Or are you like, oh, now I see how this goes so long? Have you ever done this before? For her, he's a prof- no, never for me. Oh, this, this is the first. first this is a first. And are you like, please don't let me ever have this experience again? Okay, can we just keep this all in? Look, if. At the end of this podcast, people go, how, did, well, how was that? And they go, I'm fine. Then that's a win. Yeah. It's it, a win. As long as this experience didn't make you desire to kill yourself, we are <laughs> Now, we that are is good. quite a standard. But I do think, like, <laughs> like Scott, Scott's favorite movie right up there is, like, Do the Right Thing, mm-hmm. and which is uh, incredible. When you watch it now today, it's going to be a historical document. You're going to go. Then I think like when I saw the movie Breaking the Waves, Mm. it is hard to watch. And I'll never forget the experience. And people go like, like a car accident? (laughs) Kind of, in a way. But that's, but that's, but here's the thing. But that's not something I necessarily (laughs) enjoyed. But then like uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the mission with De Niro. Mm. There's things in that where I'm like, boy, there is just things that cannot be duplicated. And that is a film where you can't duplicate it. Certain things that they pulled off in that. It's a masterpiece. I mean, there's so, uh, yeah. 
anyway, we, The Sixth Sense is one of the greatest movies ever made. I mean, there's so many different. And for different reasons and yeah. it touches different aspects and whatnot. It's it. Go watch Green Room. I, 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 I will watch Green Room. You're not going to like it. I will probably end up loving it. All right. Because here's the thing, I I love, I don't care how brutal it is, I don't care how violent it is, as long as it's honest. Mm, okay. As long as the filmmaker and storyteller are honest. But what if they're bad at uh, filmmaking and the story sucks? <clears throat> well, let me ask you a question. Are they a you man? You answer my question. Are they a man or are they a woman and are they know. white I'm or just, not? I don't know. Okay, that because should that... Not, that should not matter. That should not matter, and yet it does. Colin Trevorrow, whatevs. What? What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't, what? Nothing. Anyway. People can be honest, but they can be bad filmmakers. No, no shit. But here's the thing, though, right? If you do one bad movie and you're a woman, uh, okay. you, All right. now we're, you're fucked. I agree, but we are, we have now the conversation has changed. Yeah. I'm just talking about, you're right, being honest. Yes. And, uh, is very important. Is is very important, but here's the thing, but though. If, but if, but if I'm trying in a yeah. vacuum, if you're bad at filmmaking and you're not, a, and the script isn't great, it's not going to be great. You might be very honest. There might be a couple things in there. Just like The Abyss is not the greatest big movie of all time oh in God, any but way. It's one of my favorite movies. But that scene with Ed Harris, yeah, is and and Mary Elizabeth. Yes. Mastriano is one of the greatest scenes ever filmed in the history of film. It is perfect. Yes. And so, but the rest of the film, especially the ending, now James Cameron will not ever put me into a film. But he even said in an interview, he's like, oh, I learned from that film that, you know, two people in one small area with one camera is more engaging than a lot of other things that I've yeah. in that movie. But there's beautiful things in that movie. It's great things in that movie. But For uh, sure. But uh, so what I'm saying is, is that um, it takes a combination. Because if you look at something like, I don't know, Sex Lives and Videotapes or and the, the, a lot of stuff that... Yeah, Soderbergh. Did, uh, then there's obviously, there's uh, there's a craft, the craft to it. <laughs> oh boy. The craft to it, it takes, you know, it's like going like, the person pour, poured all this honesty into making this clay mug. And you're like, yeah, do they know how to make clay mugs? Yeah, and that's... And then, then they, there's like, no, they didn't, but they were honest about it. Then you just want a really well-made mug. I don't fully agree in this way, right? Where, at least for me, I read a script... And if I find that there's dishonesty in the script, I desire to talk to the writer to be like, let's get to the meat and potatoes. I hear you. And so, yes, there's, I think, not even I think, I know that there is a different standard when it comes to one version of truth for a filmmaker and another version of truth for another film filmmaker, i.e. one has more freedom and the other is more constrained. I couldn't agree with you more. 
Yes. No, if you're talking about what you said earlier about women in in film or minorities in film, absolutely. Yes. And it's a terrible thing. And hopefully it is changing rapidly because there's a zillion great filmmakers that Mm -hmm. are not getting a, a fair shake. Absolutely. Uh, but that, but our conversation was just, we went from, we were talking about what our, you said, we, you just need honest filmmaking. Yeah. But, and, but, but then, and then it changed into something else, which I fully agree with what you're saying, but the, I am just saying, did uh, you like Back the, to the Future? I did. I yeah. did. Like, I, I. Because it's fucking great. No, absolutely. But but here's the thing too, right? Like the the idea of what is considered quote unquote great. No, no. I'm saying what's considered great in your brain. And one of those things was the hours. And that was the first thing that came out of your mouth, which means probably that was your favorite movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Are we, I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We're going to end this podcast right now. No, no, this is going to go on for an hour. Um, and within Another. that, will you come back next weekend? No, but will, will you just come back in general? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't bring that shit wine. Well, no, because you're sponsoring the podcast with wine. Are you not? That's a great transition. Because you said that, did you not? Yeah. Okay. I think we learned a lot. I, I think, I think we did Will this too. be edited down or will this be just played the way it is? I don't know because I've, I, I haven't done it before this way. Boy, how did you do it the other ways? Honestly? No, I lie. Okay, well. How did you do it the other way? The, the way that I, I did it previously was I booked the guest. I engineered the audio. I uploaded it. I, I did everything. It was literally just like a one-man band. And now I don't have to do that. Now you have a company doing it for you. I I do. <laughs> Oh, it's the stuck clap. It is the stuck. That was stuck not a slow ju- clap. That was. No, that was. Uh, but that was the judge clap from stuck. Yeah. Where it's. <laughs> I don't even remember. That. <laughs> Can't I, wait to see it. I need to see that thing. Well, I, I look forward to you seeing it and panning my performance. Oh, um, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. You are Catholic. But uh, uh, listen. Did you get confirmed? I did. What was your confirmation name? Uh, Billy Joe. What was your confirmation name? We had no no confirmation. Really? We did not. Fuck. We were like, you need to have a confirmation name. What's the confirmation name? I grew up up in in Western Washington. I grew up in Seattle where they don't care about any of that stuff. I, I grew up out in the fucking shit sticks of Long Island where all they cared about was the confirmation name because yeah, you got to get good with the fucking priests. No. If I had a confirmation name, it would be lip shits. All I can think about is Chicago and he had it coming. He did. <laughs> he did. Um, okay. Joel. We did it. It's always so good to see you. I feel like some sort of ancestral connection to you. I've received that. And and how about this? L- let's, without microphones, you and your wife, me and my wife, you let's, can, let's go out o- to dinner. Why don't you come over? I Yes. I can cook. Yes. And since you like a steak... I'll make my Korean short ribs. That sounds great. My wife is vegan. 
vegetarian. <sighs> I know, but I'll bring the I'll bring the two buck chuck. You are a good wife to stay with. <laughs> You'll eat a steak though, right? I mean, listen, she's going to help me lower my chance of like fucking heart disease. And yes, just I a, no, just take one of those statins. Listen, I will eat a fucking steak. I will eat a steak. <laughs> Your poor engineer is just like, what? This, what? Please don't this stop. Is, this has become night shift for him. Go watch the movie Night Shift. <laughs> oh my God, it's so brilliant. good. Fucking Michael Keaton. It's so great. Michael Keaton is, you could, if you, to end this whole podcast, <laughs> if you could say the inspiration for me ever going to act against Michael Keaton. Because you knew you could do it better? Because I couldn't do it better. I could just hope I could. Yeah. Michael I, Keaton's the fucking best. Do it better. No, it's clear for my career. I have not done it better. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Mr. McHale, thank you. Watch Card Sharks, everybody. And watch Stuck coming out May 20th with me out? and you. Where's it coming out? On all VOD platforms, video on demand. So, yeah. Did Jillian get her money back? I don't know. Let's go with yes. All right. Yes. That's right. It's going to be huge, guys. All right. Thank All right. you, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Good night, everybody.